Happy New Year to all of you seven listeners of this podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Holla at your boy, JJ McLash. Across from me, the DJ himself, the podcast poppy, Ian Kinger. Kinger, how's it going today, buddy? Happy New Year, my friend. I'm doing pretty good yourself. Uh, other than the shitty-ass weather outside and the worst drivers, then uh, <laughs> I'm doing all right. Uh, happy 2020 to you, buddy. Good to be back. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Cool. I agree. Of course. <laughs> uh, today is Thursday, January 9th, 2020. We're, you'll be listening to this tomorrow. Happy Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Uh, we're back. It's 2020. Uh, after my uh, flu coma, uh, Christmas season, New Year's, we're back, and uh, we're excited to be here. We got an exciting show for you guys. We got a lot to talk about. All you know, everything included today. Uh, heavy football conversation for us. We're in the mix of well, probably the greatest time in the NFL season. Would you I agree? 100% agree. Exactly. And then we've also got NCAA bowl season, national championship on Monday. Uh, the XFL released their new rules. Uh, CFL, lots of people. Uh, we're getting Canadian boys getting lots of attention. Technically, they're American. I get it, but a lot of Canadian honorary attention. Canadians. Uh, <laughs> NBA, <laughs> NHL. We got it all for you today, folks. So we're going to start off with some hockey. Uh, Kinger, what uh, what you're going to start us off with today? Uh, well, big news from uh, I wouldn't say big news, but news. Uh, Dustin Bufflin's uh, apparently resumed skating, testing out that ankle. We don't know if he's going to be back yet, but it's a, it's a good sign. Um, he he's working out in Winnipeg because his kids go to school here. He hasn't left. Wow. So um, all good signs. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Jets are uh, they struggled for a little bit there around the holiday around uh, the holidays, but um, pretty good start uh, to the road trip. They're playing tonight in Boston. 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 Uh, PVR in the game, so please no. Uh, no yeah. spoilers for me, buddy. Yeah, Kinger's not looking at his phone. I'm going to be looking at the phone today. <laughs> uh, we'll not be spoiling that. Uh, but, yeah, they're uh, first wild card right now. Two up on Vancouver. Um, two points up, I should say. And uh, only two back of second place and third. Uh, both Colorado and Dallas are tied. And this is when yeah. it would be a great time for Mr. Bafuglian to come back. Uh, it's going to be a little bit yet, but uh, they're, they're getting healthy. they got Kopp back. Uh, Kulikov is back tonight. Pearl came back on New Year's Eve. Little is pretty close to returning, so. What a, de- yeah. what a depletion of that. Of oh, that my God. It was just, that, that's part of the reason they struggled so much around the holidays was injuries. Like, yeah. I mean, every team has them, but it was getting a little ridiculous there. Cool. Uh, no, no kidding. So, But speaking of the success of the Jets, mm-hmm. we've got a couple All-Stars uh, going. And where is the All-Star game this year? St. Louis, I think. Gross. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> I think it was awarded to them before they won the Stanley Cup. But Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So in St. Louis, uh, is it? Is it, it's not this weekend coming up. No, it's the last oh. weekend of January, so oh, okay. it'll be, I guess, two or three weeks from, from now. Yeah. And do you find yourself watching like the like the game or the skills comp or anything? I, I might tune in for a little bit for the for the skills competition. Um, and I, when they changed the format to three on three, that's when I started paying more, a little more attention. When it was just the regular five on five, three periods. No, I didn't watch a, a the, goddamn and, second of it. And, but. and correct me if I'm wrong, isn't mm-hmm. it like like a little mini tournament or something? Yeah, like yeah. That? It's, I played. I think he played two uh, fifteen-minute um, periods, three on three. Uh, Central Division plays the, the uh, Pacific. Metro plays the Atlantic. Whoever whatever whoever wins plays for final. And there is money involved. Hmm. I'm, I think the winning the team gets a. Yeah, I think the winning team gets a million bucks. To, like, to split. To, to split. Yeah, I mean, so, so to go out for dinner that night, probably. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Rack up nice tap. Yeah, I don't know if you can do that in St. Louis. That but. Missouri barbecue, <laughs> that's about it. So, yeah. Uh, well, well, good for them. So, Scheif is in and mm. Hellbuck's in. Yeah. Uh, and then Line was a. Uh, he's a. He's a. Can be a fan vote in. There's one, one player on each team can be voted in. 
and there's one nominee from each team. And are votes still open? I believe so. Well, yes. make sure to get your votes in yeah. for uh, Hattie Patrick Patrick. You yeah. know, so. I mean, I haven't voted once. I no, vote. no, that's, I, I don't. I don't partake in that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> I, I see. Like the fan voting thing, is just always cemented with me with John Scott. Yeah, that would make sense. Like, yeah. they, I find that they do this every year where they just like pick like you know like mm-hmm. the guy that will definitely. Well, it was the same in the NBA. I remember one year I think Kobe or Dwayne had played like ten games, and the, the fans voted him in. Like, oh, I better for you. Yeah. Yao Ming got voted in every single year, and two, uh, I think two or three years, he was not, he hadn't played a game yeah, yet. Yeah, there you go, the fan, so, the fan vote's a joke, but, yeah. yeah. So, right now, so, and that's why the NBA changed it, so now the fan votes, uh, basically, just if you're number one or, uh, in the East and number one in the West, that's what the fans decide, and then the players, and the, uh, and the coaches yeah, I mean, pick That the makes rest. sense. So, and... Well, the, the, the last guy in isn't a bad idea either. Definitely. Yeah. So, um... Now, I think you were also mentioning uh, before we uh, fast-tracked to basketball uh, about somebody getting... Yeah, Logan Couture, the Sharks' fractured ankle is going to be out probably at least uh, three weeks. And and how have the Sharks been doing recently? Not good. Uh, So this is a huge blow for them, yeah. Not not great, Uh, but I don't care about the Sharks. No, I don't don't give a damn. (laughs) only Only one, actually... I'm going to say two teams I care about, but one mostly. So, um, yeah, Oilers not doing too bad. Uh, I mean, I don't even need to ask this question, but did you see that McDavid goal? Yes, yes, I saw it. Oh, hey, <laughs> damn, is that kid good. <laughs> Morgan Riley's not a bad defenseman either. Pardon me? Morgan Riley is not a bad defenseman. He's just so fast. <laughs> like, just clock him. He's a winner of the fastest skater. It's not oh, going to be close. Yeah. But so. the finish on the, on the move, too, just to roof it. Like, <laughs> mean, like just full speed. Like there yeah. was almost like no slowing down no. at any point there. Well, at the start, the hesitation, and then just gone. Right to the left. I was like, wow. Yeah, I actually. Honestly, it was like a Madden juke, but in hockey. Yeah, you know me. I, I'm not watching the game. I got a legitimate notification on my phone that said, "Stop what you're doing and watch this Connor McDavid goal." So that's what I did. And boy, was that worth my time. Yeah. Um, mind you, I'm gonna say most of his goals and most of his plays are worth my time watching. So. He's a good player. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm uh, you know, big, big dry side of guy, but uh, yeah, him and Big Dave, dang, dang, dang. <laughs> <coughs> pardon me. Uh, anything else that we can think of? No, not much. Yeah, like I said, football heavy. Well, there's a coach fired. Peter Laviolette got fired. I right, and yeah. uh, the Preds coach, right? Yes. Yeah. So yep. are they not doing as well? Oh as no, they're uh, they're in sixth in, in the central right now. Sixth. Yeah, I mean they're not that far back points wise, mm-hmm. but they are expected to compete for the division title of St. Louis. No kidding. And they've with uh, Duchesne signing in the off season, they are expected to be Even one better. of the best teams in the league, and they're outside the playoff line right now. So hmm. wouldn't mind I that. By yeah, the way. yeah, no, we we play them on Sunday. Yeah, well, they come. They're in, they're here on Sunday. They, so they, uh, in Nashville. Nope. Back, back home. Back yeah. home. Okay. Yeah. That'll be a good one there at uh, Bell MTS Place. Uh, mm-hmm. So can't say center. That's been it's uh, been used already. <laughs> so just talking about the All Star for the NHL, uh, NBA All Star voting. A second wave of voting just came out. Uh, they have LeBron James leading the Western Conference in votes, and Giannis leading the Eastern Conference in votes. Neither of those surprised me, Kinger. Now, now Luca was leading the Western Conference after the first wave, but there. 
I mean, I don't get me wrong. Like Luka Magic and the madness around him is awesome right now. Being a Maverick fan. Are you from Serbia? Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> whole country voting thirty times a day. Uh, yes, Dallas is too, by the way. Uh, but he was leading the first wave. LeBron's now taking over for the second. I imagine that's how it's going to finish out with LeBron leading the West, Giannis leading the East. They'll get to handpick. Now, they do it fantasy draft style where, like, it doesn't matter if you play in the West or the East. They just pick. Oh, I didn't so, know that it is. Okay. So, I think this will be the third year or the fourth oh, year that it's done. It. So, hey, man, all star games are nothing. Like, I don't even know, like, you were saying with the NHL, they get it, you know, the team gets a million to split. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what they get. Like, I don't think they get much. No. So, or if anything. I actually thought that the MLB All-Star Game was the only one that really meant something because it meant World Series home field advantage. Is that still the case? Oh, God. That's, that's a mockery. <laughs> is, it, is, that, is that not a thing anymore? They were talking about taking that out because after you have a player on, let's say, the Flor- uh, Florida Marlins or Miami Marlins yep. deciding the fate of the Yankees or the Dodgers. Or... Oh, that's some good stuff. Um, world... I know that they're definitely talking about it. I don't know if it's going to be Oh, okay. So, thank you for correcting me. As of 2016, they took that out. Yeah, so, that. nope. Yeah, see? Following up with my baseball. Got to be better. Again, it's All-Star Game. It, and it's, like, I, I think they get more viewers for the home run derby than they do the All-Star Game. I would imagine so. I mean. Probably the same thing in the skills competition in the beginning. Yeah, well. The dunk contest, three points. I'll watch that. And, I mean, the dunk contest, I'm, I'm interested to see who they're going to pull who they're going to pull for this. Uh, John Morant, exciting young rookie. Mm-hmm. He's looking to accept an offer. So that was leaked by Sports Nation, uh, TS, or ESPN, and Bleacher Report. And it was all confirmed, confirmed, confirmed. And then the very next press conference for Dwight Howard, he says, yeah, I don't know where the fuck you guys came up with that, but I am not doing that. And I, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, good. Like, D- Dwight, you've been in it. You won it when you were young and, you know, spry and could do, you know, jump and dunk on 12-foot nets. You, it, that ain't you no more, bro. He, he, that ain't you no more. So, yeah, I, I, I think the only person that's confirmed is Derek Jones Jr. And you're asking me, who the fuck is that? Yeah, I mean, he's a dunker. That's legitimately what he does. So, uh, good for him. Uh, but the, yeah, they haven't listed any three-point contestants or uh, the point guard or the point guard challenge, anything like that. So yeah, so second weekend of February, typically uh, weekend after the Super Bowl. Smart. Yeah. I think they might get a couple more viewers over there. <laughs> uh, but we were also, you know, talking about NHL, talking about NBA All Star Game. We're also talking about injuries, and the Toronto Raptors are staying level right now, and that roster is pretty depleted. So. In comes back from injury, Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka, mm-hmm. but then they lose Siakam, mm-hmm. Gasol, mm-hmm. Powell. The same game, I think. Oh, Siakam and, Gasol. and then who else you were saying? Uh, pa- Powell and Van Vliet. Those are their. That's their starting five. Yeah, like, <laughs> so as they get their two other ones back, those guys get injured. Like, and they're staying afloat, which is pretty impressive. I mean, where are they in the standings right now? They're in fourth. And that ain't. Only a game and a half back of Boston. That's nuts. So in the game against the Portland Trailblazers, of which Melo hit the game winner, these guys got some of the most minutes. All right, Stanley Johnson, 
O'Shea Brissett, Chris Boucher, okay, Matt Thomas, and Patrick McCaw. Golden, he's never not won a championship. Yeah, that, what a what a guy. So that is. Yeah, so that's. Kudos to the Toronto Raptors for keeping it afloat right now because with that team and those uh, roster players that I just mentioned, uh, there should probably be no way they're in fourth place right now. Probably speaks to the talent of the Eastern Conference, though, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a. They're in the West, they are screwed. Definitely. Definitely, that West is just so. It's what it goes: Bucks, um, Bucks, Heat, Bucks, Heat, Celtics, Raptors. Uh, Heat are uh, five games back of the Bucks. Celtics are a game back of the Heat, and Raptors are a game and a half back of the Celtics. A game up on the Sixers, and uh, that's the Pacers. They're two games behind the Raptors, and then it's yeah, seventh place team is under five. And Pacers are expecting uh, Victor Oladipo to come back right away too. Yeah, well, ever since that that scary knee injury he had, so yeah, he's been. Uh, it's been almost. I think it's just been over a year, or just uh, just under a year. So he's a hell of a player. I'm excited for him to come back. And and I I ain't got no problem with the Pacers. I, you're talking to a diehard indie fan, so I got a soft spot for the Pacers. I mean, more so when, like, Reggie Miller and, like, Paul George were there. Now, of course, those are two separate times. But, uh, you know, Brawl at the Palace, you know, that's Ron Artest, Jermaine. Fuck, why am I so bad? Take a podcast off for a month and can't remember sports and lingo. Sheesh. Malice in the Palace. Of course that's what it's called. Even I know that. Look at you correcting me at basketball terms. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Not proud of me, but... Ooh, a soft spot for... Or sore spot for Mr. Kinger. Uh, you should be. Um, and, and I was going to say, Chris Paul playing out of his mind like he's got something to prove. I, I, I was going to say, are they actually... Are they even in... I think they're in the top eight for playoffs, are they not? They're 21 16. They're... Four and a half games up on the Spurs for eight points. Love it. Yep. Five and a half up on the Grizzlies for outside the playoff line. Only two back-to-year Mavericks. Who are in the playoff hunt right now? Sure. Called it. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said did not call OGC okay. being in the playoffs. <laughs> no, we, we, uh, no. Um, but, hey, they got a really good Canadian playing for them as well. So, uh, Shai yeah, yeah. Gildius Alexander. Yeah, that crazy name there. It was, Takes up the whole back of the jersey. Looks like a rain. Looks like a rainbow. Yeah, I remember when Roethlisberger first came into the league, and uh, EA Sports didn't have enough uh, letters for jerseys in Madden. So it was Roethlisberger, but it was no E. It was just Burger. Burger. Good stuff. Um, and actually, speaking of the Celtics, last night in the uh, in in the Boston Celtics game, Kemba Walker gets ejected for the first time in his career. As he's getting ejected, a fan throws a beer at a ref. Lifetime ban handed to him today. Sounds like Baston. I said, definitely sounds like Baston. You know, they can't Fenway pack. You know, the pizza throw. The, the pizza. Fenway. You ever you've seen that video? I don't think I have. There's a uh, fly ball goes into the stands, but the third baseman still has a chance to catch it. It's a Boston fan, obviously. It's like Fenway. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't interfere. He just went like this. There player reached in to try and catch it. He missed it. Some guy from three rows back builds a full pizza slice. Hits him right in the shoulder inside of the head. The fan? Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, that's expensive pizza. Yeah. Like, you must have been angry. Like, what? that's the thing is, like, that beer at the garden, what, definitely cost that guy 12, 15 bucks? And if you can be close enough to throw it, dude. You know what? They're probably just sour that another team got eliminated, you know, in a different sport. Um, yeah, just... Yeah, let's... Oh, I cannot wait to dive into that. Uh... <laughs> But, yeah, really no other NBA news other than the uh, all-star voting happening. Uh, they're going to take a break. And uh, I think the game this year is played in, I want to say, Charlotte? That sounds right. Um, but they, because they've delayed playing in Charlotte because there was some uh, political stuff going on there with, uh, mm. um, I'm, I'm actually not entirely sure, but I'm, I have a feeling. I remember, I remember reading about it. So they delayed it by a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, MJ, MJ wants to, the owner of the Hornets wants to cash in on that All Star Game money. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it brings in a ton of revenue to the city. So add the team. Oh, so all right, is it football time? I think it is. Oh, wonderful! So we are got we have four different avenues of football to talk today. That's right, folks. Four. Let's start off with the friends of the North here, the CFL. Lots of the CFL guys getting NFL attention, signing with NFL teams. Unfortunately for us, a lot of them bombers. Uh, but that makes sense. Being That's right. That's what happens when you win the Grey Cup. Uh, Winston Rose, probably uh, the fastest to sign of the bunch. The Bengals. And I'm not sure why you would, Winnie, but uh, good for you there, pal. Uh, oh, my. Well, you know, you leave the CFL in picks, and then they... I, I think he's going to kill it. So, And, you know, the Bengals' defense wasn't actually that terrible. It was just the Bengals as a whole was terrible. Led by former bomber Zach Taylor. What's that? They somehow still end up in the first pick, no matter how bad they look. Amen. So, so that's Winston Rose. Um, you'd also mention Marcus Sales, the Vikings. So nice and still close to us here. Good luck, Marcus. Willie J, defensive MVP, or MOP, I guess, as we say up here. Has not signed, but my goodness, why wouldn't he? He had a workout with the Dolphins, and apparently the team's caught on, and he's going to be working out for some other teams now, too. He's one of the best players I've ever witnessed with my own eyes. Oh, wow. And you know what? I remember this, and I obviously don't remember which episode it was, but you and I said... Man, this kid's playing in the SEC right now, playing at Tennessee, got drafted by the – this kid's gone after one year. Yeah. Like, we, we we pretty much knew. Yeah. And, I mean – that's He was. And, like, he, again, anybody that plays in the SEC automatically just has a little bit of a leg up mm-hmm. on everybody else. And not, not for saying that they're more like, – you know, obviously I think that to play in the SEC or to get scouted by an SEC team, they have to be extremely talented. Not that the other conferences aren't. But it's like they kind of have a little bit bias. Like NFL GMs are like, oh, he played SEC football. Like he he knows what he's doing. So good. Closest to NFL football that you can get in college. Definitely, that's a a crazy division to try and win. So Mm -hmm. crazy conference, I should say. Uh, Any other? Now, I mean, uh, the one that I just remembered off the top of my head is because it happened today. Uh, Former bomber, now current Thai cat, Liram Haralahu, because mm-hmm. uh, kickers suck everywhere, uh, is going to go to the NFL and get a get a tryout, maybe be the next Brett Maher, even though Brett, I'm probably sure, is cut too. Uh, oh, yeah, he's not the Cowboys anymore. Yeah, right, see, he done. Um, one of the Ryers got released for pursuit opportunity. 
Oh yeah, Sydney. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that's a basketball player. Uh, well, I know he signed today. I it's not coming up on there. I saw it on the. I was watching the score on my lunch there. Derek uh, Derek Moncrief. Derek Moncrief. Okay. I don't know where he signed though, but he definitely signed somewhere today. And hmm, Bombers still no OC. Even though you and I would probably bet large sums of money, it's going to be Buck Pierce. I would agree. They're probably just negotiating that uh, uh, money. Yeah. Because I'm still waiting to find out who our quarterback, what our quarterback situation is going to look it's like. Not happening until they have no season, that so. and that makes total sense mm-hmm. strategically. Mm-hmm. Now, did you also mention that Strevy's getting some NFL attention? Yeah, he, he didn't have a workout with Arizona, but he met with them because he was uh, still hurt from. Yeah. And um, apparently he's got some other meat workouts lined up. I haven't heard who was with. Good for you, kid. I know he met with Arizona for sure. And with Willie Taysom Hills, Bill's going with uh, New Orleans right now. Is this, the, is this the new thing? Like, the utility player? Like, are they going to make a roster spot for utility player where it's like you can play well, that's any... That's what Taysom Hill is. Exactly. The Swiss Army Knife of yeah. the Saints, as they call him. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic game on Sunday. Well, first NFL, NFL player... First NFL player in history with uh, 50, 50, and 50, I believe it was. So that's nuts. And do you think, though, in honest question, do you think that he would have this success if it wasn't for Sean Payton? No. No, exactly. He would be... No one else would try. No one else would do this. Mm-hmm. Like, And I remember watching Taysom Hill. He started out on special teams. Mm-hmm. And then he just slowly worked his way. He's got tight end in the four, fullback, running back, quarterback, receiver... Dude. His playbook is probably... Oh, what meetings does he have to attend? They have positional meetings every day. What is, which room is he in? Nuts. And, like, I get, like, you know, the quarterbacks have to know the all whole offense and what everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. But to have that kind of football IQ to just know every position and what you should be doing and... Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Can I also mention he's white? Okay, sorry. A white Mormon. Because well, he went to BYU, so you have to be. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, Yeah. Steve Young. (laughs) Uh, But okay. But all joking aside, I can't believe how much success he's had doing that utility stuff. So if they could find something like well, and Strevy used to play. What was it? Tight end in college or receiver in college? So yeah. So. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So, yeah, but hey, Minnesota, Sky U Ma, row the boat. Uh, they had a great bowl game. We'll get into that later. But the, I'm, you know, CFL, CFL aside, I'm just more curious to see what our championship roster is going to look like mm-hmm. because OC's gone. OC's gone. And hey, congrats to Lapo, head coach of the Red Blacks. Um, well deserved. Definitely needs a, a second opinion, I would believe. You think he'll just follow them? I, with Arbuckle getting traded there, I'm not sure. Oh, that's right. So, and he's not under, he's not under but that's what I mean. So, like, they traded the rights to him. But I got to say, like, there's, he's, I think he's the starter. Like, mm-hmm. Nick, you know, mm-hmm. we actually said it here, but one of my uh, teammates, Scotty, uh, he said he was very confident that Arbuckle was going to be our next quarterback because of whatever reason and I believe part of it had to do with Lapo liked him a lot so but guess what he ain't here no more and where he is that's where Nick is 
makes sense. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, and then the Montreal Alouettes uh, new ownership as of yesterday mm-hmm. uh, announced their coaching staff today. Kari Jones, head coach still, uh, will be while being OC and QB coach. It's quite a quite a resume there, kid. So I mean, I again like. And then yeah, so now quarterback controversy in Hamilton is it going to be Mr. Dane Evans who, uh, <laughs> Greg, or is it uh, Masoli who was killing it until he what, was it ACL yeah, or yeah, yeah. so. Uh, worst, uh, as a as I believe two of us both here sitting here have had non-contact injuries. Uh, worst, worst. Who do you think is the starter day one there in Hamilton? If you had to guess right now, Evans. Yeah, and I got I have to agree with you. I just the way he took over and threw for basically three fifty a week. Mm-hmm. You know, powered that high powered offense, of course, led by Brandon Banks. Hey, with us you need like four. Yeah, that's yeah. So and hey, McGuire, stick. Stick with it. Stick with it, Johnny Mac. We. That's exact. I. You know what? They they were chasing him for a year or two. So they. Exactly. So let's uh, let's let's. Now I think the only game time he got was the banjo bowl, and he did like two handoffs, and that was it. Right. And then didn't he even play a little bit in? I thought I saw him play in a playoff, like in the playoffs, like just did like a QB sneak or like a fake. Yeah. So, but CFL off season right now, we're still. You know, casual uh, five months away from uh, CFL starting. We are not, however, five w- months away from having the XFL's inaugural season round two start off. President of the XFL, XFL fan club. Right? Man, we are going to be the official podcast of the XFL soon enough. Vince McMahon will know, okay? okay? Whatever you say. Well, hey, have some faith, okay? <laughs> now, I will say that obviously straight up because of the uh, first round of the XFL that did not go well. And the uh, American Alliance or Football Alliance or whatever it was called uh, folded after like American Alliance of Football. Or? Yeah, AAF I think was what it was. Whatever that acronym Alliance is. Of American Football. Oh, bingo. See, it doesn't matter because it's garbage. I actually think that the XFL is going to do a little bit better this time. I mean, they are the number one reason is they are backed by a multi multi billionaire. You didn't have that much money back then, though. He Now it's just huge, his pockets. They also have credible coaches for all eight teams, and I can name at least ten people on every roster. So, is what it is. What I'm most excited about, though, is their new spin on rules. And so yesterday, they or maybe it was, no, it was Monday, they officially released their rules that are different from the NFL and the CFL. Mm-hmm. So there's one that intrigues me the most, but so let's start off with that. It's the double forward pass. As even I say that as a quarterback, it just ugh, it just ugh, I don't I don't like that. So the rule is as long as the pass is behind the line of scrimmage and it, it's forward or backward, totally legal. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see what kind of plays are going to be drawn up for that because 
the the regular thing, yeah, like the regular thing is like, you know, a wide receiver screen that the guy's behind the quarterback and then he throws it. Mm-hmm. But now, like, are they gonna like a jet sweep to another mm-hmm. pass or something like that? Like that's the the main one that I've thought of mm-hmm. is you know someone comes in motion, they toss it forward and then like, down the sideline. Like Special, but kind of yeah, exactly. So, if, you know, quarterback literally just pitches it to the guy and whatever. But two forward passes, that's one interesting thing. Now, I don't get why they hate kickers so much, but they are really trying to, like, get out the kicking at, at all. Well, they want returns, right? They want returns, but there's – so the extra points, you can either go for one from uh, the two-yard two line, yeah. two from the five – or three from the 10. So if a team's up 18, that's technically still a two-score game. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of opportunities to come back. Uh, also shorten play clock. So instead of it being 40 seconds, 25 seconds. Yeah, so they got gotta be quick. So that's gonna be exciting as well. Uh, now, did you know that any punt that goes out of bounds automatically taken to the 35? Or okay. where it went out? Oh, okay. So, and sorry, the receiving team's 35. So if they cough and corner him at the one, yeah. great job. It's going to the 35. So they're really trying to maximize returns, and that's their next rule. So on the kickoffs, the kickoff coverage team and the kickoff, um, uh, I guess, receiving team mm-hmm. are lined up five yards in front of each other, like at the, I believe, the 20 and the 25, with the returners being behind them. Nobody except the returner and the kicker, who's, by the way, back on his own end of the field by himself, mm-hmm. nobody can move until the returner touches the ball or the ball's on the ground for three seconds. That's going to be hard. That, that's it. So they apparently tried to implement our CFL five-yard bubble rule, mm-hmm. and they apparently just couldn't get these guys to wrap their head around that. So this is the alternative. <laughs> whatever it's uh so yeah so they just they're really trying to maximize returns and so then on punting um basically it's kind of the same thing except it's the their five yards uh where the punch is taking place mm-hmm. and then again nobody can move until the returner who's like 30 40 yards downfield touches the ball a lot of returns. Like, these returners must feel like it is their time to shine. And I'm not going to lie. It might be. That's uh, Those are, I believe, the specific different changes to the rules. I am just looking yeah, on... There's just the three that stood out to me. Have you picked a team yet, Kinger? No, I don't even know what the teams are. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I haven't picked a team either, though. So I get uh, aren't it. most of the teams in NFL cities? Yeah. So the only ones that are not... Actually, sorry. The only one that isn't is the St. Louis Battlehawks. So that's actually, when I didn't know the rosters and they weren't picked, I didn't see the jerseys or anything like that, I kind of went with them because I they don't have a team. And I was like, I want to pick the city that doesn't have an NFL team. They're also playing in that shitty-ass dome that... that the, the, that's what I'm saying! I was like, wait, you guys are playing there? Great. My other question, Kinger, and obviously we're not involved with this process at all, but they decided that the very next weekend after the Super Bowl is going to be their starting of the season every year. Really? I would say, again, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I would start March 
like first weekend of March. Like, but the man in charge, well, one of the men in charge, Mr. Oliver Luck, the commissioner of the XFL, fuck your son, by the way, um, he, uh, <laughs> I'm still mad. Uh, um, he was mentioning, he goes, you know what? We did a lot of market research, blah, 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 blah. He goes, but technically, people already start craving football wildcard weekend because you go. Exactly. And not only that, you go from, you know, eight games every Sunday or however many it is mm-hmm. to two on Saturday, two on Sunday, two on Saturday, two on Sunday, one and one, and two weeks off and one game. So they really think that people are missing football earlier, sooner than later. Fair enough. I get it. But the weekend after the Super Bowl, I don't think you're going to, like, I, I don't think they're actually going to get as many viewers as they're anticipating. But they have contracts with ESPN, ABC, and Fox. It's going to be on all the major channels, which the XFL and the AAF did not have before. Um, they're on CBS, AAF. Hmm. Well, big networks. Let's see if they get the results. There we go. I think it's not going to do half bad. We'll have to see. Um, I think I think they're doing a uh, half and half Saturday Sunday. I could be wrong. I know it is only. Yeah, I believe it's only a eight game season, nine or ten game season. So. Um, and I have no idea how playoffs is the, work. Uh, fumble return still the coin toss. <laughs> it is not. It is not. It is not. I was going to say, well, Kinger's out, folks. Uh, so yeah, they, uh, you know, now they're about player safety. Um, yeah, I mean, the other th- cool thing is that they're allowing like all the like crazy visors and stuff like that, and like I don't know if they're allowing them to put nicknames and stuff on the back like they used to, mm-hmm. but he hate me, classic, classic. <laughs> So, uh, but that's starting in less than a month, and so time will tell. It's going to be interesting. I will set my calendar. I don't. Oh, he's folks. He's not setting his calendar. I'll tell you that right now. He's uh, probably just going to wait to hear what I have to say and uh, call it a day. Because uh, let's be honest, I might not even watch opening weekend. Uh, Hey, did we uh, did we highlight your uh, fantasy football? We did not. Okay, well, folks, uh, I have to uh, I have to mention that uh, congratulations to uh, podcast Poppy over here, Mr. Ian King, champion, champion of his fantasy football league. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. By point three. Point three of a point. Yeah. And that won you how much? Uh, Six hundred bucks. Oh yeah. So if you wouldn't, does is it winner take all or does second no, place get split, some? And there's a weekly payouts too. Oh, that's what you were telling me. That's right. Top, top team per week. Mm-hmm. So I only won the top team once during the season. So six hundred and twenty dollar return. Yeah. Nice. Somehow pulled up, pulled up the finals and everybody hates me. That <laughs> well, I was uh, less than in good condition during my uh, my draft. <laughs> we'll, we'll say that. Hey man, you know I was, what? I was engolfing on a subtle day. Right? It was a sun that got me. It, definitely the sun that got you. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> no, definitely not. But hey, guys, just in case you're not having a successful year in your fantasies or haven't in years past, show up blackout and make sure you don't give a single shit and you will win. 
Um, you know, it's it's funny how it, it, you you say that, and it's you know when I show up to my drafts, I'm like I'm not feeling the pressure, but like I'm doing a lot of thinking, mm. and I find that the ones that are most successful do the least amount of thinking, sure. and it's it's just like you know what. Exactly. So I Deshaun Watson had Nick Chubb. Gurley was my keeper. I had Cooper Cup. I had a couple good pickups for the season though. Terry McLaurin I picked up and Debo Samuel. Mm, well Debo late in the season. Yeah. Other than when he missed a couple games, but didn't you have Andrews? (laughs) Yeah, so uh, couldn't go wrong with that. I uh, now I, I did not finish first in all three of the leagues that I'm in. I did, however, finish third in two of them, which in third place you win your money back. So it is what it is. Uh, congrats to uh, my friends uh, ML and uh, Patrick, both winners of my friend leagues. And then uh, Evan won my work league here, which I just can't seem to figure that one out. I get, I just get it's blasted. A, it's a it, it totally is. So hey, you know what? Next year will be year three. Third time's a charm, as we like to say over here. That's fantastic. All right, so... Uh, fantasy, before we dive into the full NFL, which will take up a bulk on uh, pretty much the rest of our episode, we got to talk about some college football, which uh, has been in full swing with bowl season, full swing with uh, kids declaring for the NFL draft, and also the national championship on Monday. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, oh, man, am I ever to. So let's talk about the national championship, Kinger. Kinger, you've been a Clemson believer all year. Sticking with them. And you are definitely sticking with them. <laughs> Which Tigers? Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. The orange ones. So yeah, the orange, orange ones. ones. Right. So, uh, man, I, I, w- I would love to see Clemson win because I love when non-SEC teams win. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty much all in on Trevor Lawrence. I love Travis Etienne, um, just, Justin Ross, that receiving core. And that defense is playing well as well. But they haven't lost and they have and they, they're riding a 29 game yeah. winning streak. So you gotta give them props. They're also the reigning national champion. Mm-hmm. But Joe Burrow, yeah. Joe, Money Burrow, who throws for 448 and seven tutties in a fucking half against who? Oklahoma. That I, what? I I was not watching, but. When I when I he had seven, yeah, seven. I, was, I, I watched the first half and then I watched it off after at halftime. He this kid cannot be stopped, no. and they call, they used to say the Heisman curse. So if you go to the national championship or a bowl game as the Heisman, mm-hmm. you there's just some type of like wonky wow. curse with it lately. Yeah, I ain't seen still, that. And it definitely could, but I just don't see it. The kids played perfect all year. Mm-hmm. He is easily. Going to Cincinnati at number one. Cincinnati's got the first pick. Yes, they do. Yeah. Washington does. No, they don't. Are you sure? I put money okay, on it. Okay, I'll, I'll believe you. I thought I read that Cincinnati did not have it. Nope, they definitely have the first pick. Okay. Okay, well, you know what? Now you got me questioned. So, NFL 2020 draft order. Bengals at one. Okay. Redskins at two. Lions, Lions at three. Giants. I apologize for my previous confidence. No, you're fine. Regardless, he's going number one to Cincy. Bye-bye, Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. Joe Money Burrow is coming to town. And by the way, he's, he's – I was going to say, he's from Ohio. Right. So this is going to go over extremely well for that franchise. And it, his uh, career is sewered. 
Ah, do you think AJ Green wants to go? Like, is he at the point he didn't where? Want to stay if he knows he's Joe Burrow. But man, Joe Burrow, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, I, the the kid's gonna have some weapons, mm-hmm. you know, if they stay healthy. But no, Mixon, Mixon was Oklahoma. Yeah. Maybe he transferred at some point. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so with, uh, so you're on Clemson on Monday? Well, I'm cheering for him. We'll put it that way. Fair. No, no, no. Clemson's going to win. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. Clemson's going to win. I do not share the same opinion because I am pretty high on this LSU team. They just look like the team of destiny to break that 29-game win streak. I got to say, though, if Clemson wins, I won't be upset. I just think that LSU's got it. Everybody's been dealt them all year. Hey, I, you know what? Uh, that Ohio State game, Ohio State-Clemson, was a great game to watch. Feel really bad for Justin Fields at the end there where him and his receiver were just not on the same page. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was a wide-open touchdown. And I was like, damn, how'd he get wide? Oh, that's a pick. Uh, that's a, You just see Justin with his ha- hands on his helmet. Like, yeah, that was a t- that's tough. That's tough. That's a tough way to go out. Uh, can't blame him for that one, though. You know, one person thinks one thing, the other thinks the other. So, And, yeah, that was a lot closer of a game than the Oklahoma-LSU one, I'll tell you that. So, And uh, now that's the other thing. So Jalen Hurts on his way to the NFL. Could Lincoln Riley decide that he wants to coach in the NFL? There isn't too many opportunities left. There's pretty much one opportunity left. Uh, no, uh, the Browns. Brownies. Dog pond. So uh, Chase Young declared, Tua declared, which not shocking. Tua, there was no pros for uh, Tua to go back to Alabama. Trevor Lawrence has one more year, right? That's correct. So T Law's got one more year. Yeah, so Travis Etienne's a senior. He's going to go. Um, I mean, the receivers coming out of the draft this year CD Lamb, uh, Jerry Judy. From Alabama, they, they, there's a lot of talent that's going to be debated about where to take. I have no idea what the Colts are thinking at number 13. Um, obviously, Justin Herbert, the senior from Oregon, uh, declared as well. Obviously, no choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people are saying he's going to the Chargers. Mm, I'm not sure about that, but Tom Brady to the Chargers also seems like a very popular opinion right what? now. You haven't heard this? I thought he was going back to, uh, back to New England. Nah, nah. That will again. We'll dive into that, but I, could, I can't see him any play anywhere well, else. Well, everybody's got a like. We'll, we'll, we'll I'll allow you to pick my brain in a little bit here. So the bowl season, though, outside of the college football playoff, has been really exciting. Uh, the or the Rose Bowl between Oregon and Wisconsin was an awesome game to watch. Uh, the they they, won, they, right? they sure did. I was gonna watch it the Fair. I wonder what you were doing the previous night. That's all good. Mm-hmm. However, you determined to bring in the new year. I'm sure. I'm sure it was lots of fun. I was dying in bed, so <laughs> so I was not celebrating. But uh, yep. The one that was crazy, and I'm saying, like absolutely. What I think it was the Holiday Bowl, which totally pointless. 
I believe it was BYU and Hawaii. Um, Holy Bowl was Iowa and nope. USC. Okay, no, not that one then. It was one of the ones before Christmas. Anyway, this game, and for any of you that don't, that watch college football but maybe don't follow the smaller bowl games, I mean, we probably wouldn't have even be able to find it on a TV channel anywhere up here up north. So, because who gives a shit while the World Juniors are on? Am I right? So, hey, maybe we should have mentioned the World Juniors as well. Completely, set my mind. And completely, that is rude of us. Go Canada. Uh, no kidding. Sheesh, like, I actually did. Man, ain't nothing like seeing Russians cry in Russia, am I right? Oh, shit. Well, still Russians crying. Love it. The former USSR, that is correct. But they were up, 3 nothing. they were up. And I was like, well, here we go again. And nope. It wasn't 3 nothing. Wasn't it? No. Was it 2 nothing? And first question they ask him when he's accepting the trophy or whatever, hey, how's the shoulder? He's like, like a million bucks. <laughs> shut the, he's basically saying, like, shut the fuck up. I'm about to go enjoy my once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, okay? But, uh, yeah, that's why you get named team – that's why you get named captain of Canada well, for he, things like that. rough start to that was him, right? That was, that, wasn't a good look. that was not a great look for us uh, or him, I should say. If that's a Russian or any other player doing that during Canada. Then nope. The nation's up in arms, called for his head. Yeah, like, yeah. So <laughs> goes both ways. Do you think was it on that was it on purpose, or like was he just like? He just wasn't thinking, but that, as a player, you know you got to take off your helmet during the anthem. You know that. Yeah, you. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can get. I don't know. Something could happen during the game that he's like, "Fuck you, Russia." <laughs> but that's still not an excuse. No, it's it is not an excuse at all. No. But World Juniors, I mean, I don't know why they do it on starting Boxing Day or whatever it is. But like, I. But I feel bad for the kids, man. Like, don't they want to be at home with, for Christmas with their family? I get it. But hey, you know what? It is what it is. So all about results. All about results. Speaking of results, the wild card weekend in the NFL was this past weekend, and boy did I like a bunch of those turnouts. One of them in particular. Can you guess? Uh yes. I hmm, I wonder. Oh. Okay. So Glad you brought that up. Don't fuck with the AFC South, okay? Texans, Titans in the in the divisional round. All right, I did not see that coming. By the way, I'm actually really upset as a as an Oregon fan and as a Marcus Mariota fan. I can't believe Ryan Tannehill just took over like he did. He he has as many touchdowns as Aaron Rodgers, and he played se- seven less games. Like like wow. And I did, who would have thunk, not me, and I know not you, that Ryan Tannehill was the answer for the Tennessee Titans at quarterback. That would have been my first pick. I'll tell you that right now. No, but my God is Derrick Henry a man possessed. He came out of nowhere. He was having a rough start to his career. Well, I mean, he, line had, the, and I've heard, I've heard uh, a couple of running backs talk about it. More, most importantly, uh, or most recently, I should say, Eddie George, former Tennessee Titans running mm-hmm. back. He talks about how 
he used to say, listen, you're not going to see me get going until carry 10, 11, 12, mm-hmm. because you need to get in the rhythm, you need to get in the zone. Yeah. Derrick Henry was never above 12 carries for the longest time. They kept giving the ball to Dion Lewis. Mm-hmm. They kept, give this fucking behemoth of an alien man the ball, mm-hmm. okay? Every defender that he plays against in the latter half of the season that has no chance on making playoffs is making a business decision to not hit him. Like, he's just – and he's officially the NFL rushing leader. Mm-hmm. He won the rushing title this year. And I just – like, them and Ravens this weekend is going to be a unbelievable showing of the run game. Rumor has it weather is going to be some of the worst that they've had. And, I mean, you know, January, typical great weather. Yeah. So, you know, just take a look outside here. But they'll both teams heavy in the run game, heavy with the defense – it's going to be a hell of a show. Mm-hmm. The one I don't think is going to be quite a show, I think that if the Texans go down by 14 points like they did to the Bills or 16 points to to the Chiefs, it's over. Pat, the Bills, and by the way, that first Josh Allen touchdown was super sick to watch. You know, mm-hmm. all those plays are fun. And he's an exciting young quarterback to watch. Mm-hmm. Bills fans got to be excited. Mm-hmm. Watson needs to take care of the ball. That's what I. If you're down 16, 14, 17 to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in that offense, bye bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, JJ Watt's back. That's great. You know, the defense played, you know, particularly well. Bill's offense, nothing, you know, nothing spectacular, though. It's Josh Allen, and how is Josh Allen going to do that day? Mm-hmm. And so, Bill's, you know, waited, what, 22 years to get to the playoffs or something like that? Oh, no, they were in the playoffs a couple years ago against Jacksonville. I just keep seeing memes where it's like, I just keep seeing memes about how long they've been out of the playoffs for, and their first. Yeah, that was it. So. Bingo. That's yeah. Yeah, we weren't alive, but remember when the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls and lost all of them? That's nuts. That is nuts. So, but that's the uh, so Titans beat the Patriots in Foxborough. I, yeah, I that. Is, I yeah, definitely call that for sure. Is the dynasty dead? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. Now, back to our previous comment. Tom Brady, I would put money down, will be either a Charger or Raider this year. Raider. That's correct. I'm going to tell you why. Pardon me? What, what He's an off contract. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, Vegas, new team, new, new city technically. Mm-hmm. New new stadium, they need a, they are going to need to help build the bigger fan base than they already have because there's lots of Oakland Raiders, but the, a lot of people in Oakland are not following them. Like they just say, like if they're not here, we're done. Yeah. So. Wouldn't be a. Per, I was going to say it'd be a decent time to do that change, but the ra- the one that makes most sense to me is the Chargers, and I have stolen this idea from Pat McAfee. Uh, because he's been mentioning it since like November, December, and or sorry, I should say more like October, November. Mm-hmm. And the reason for it is is the Chargers. Every home game for the Chargers is an away game. There is nobody there for them. Like it's like they don't care. It's like okay, the people from San Diego are traveling, right? And exactly because though in LA, you win to get fans. 
You want to start selling tickets? You want to start you filling up those stands? You want to actually have a chance? The Chargers won a playoff game last year. Yeah, but... They're shitty this year, I know, but... Oh, well, they lost a lot of one-possession games. Like, mm-hmm. they, they were all close. Mm-hmm. Point is, is they need to do something. Because Phillip Rivers is... Dunzo? I would say so. Probably. Something like that. So, the, like, I just see... You know, him and Giselle would love L.A. That you know, bring the TB12 treatment out there. You know, Can't but, but that's so that's what I say one or the other because John Gruden would love to bring in t- Tim Tam Brady mm-hmm. to basically just lead the young core because that team is extremely young. Mm-hmm. Now they've got a bunch of picks as well, so build up around them. I just think Tom Brady should retire. I mean. Because I don't even want to see him in a Patriots in anything other than a Patriots uniform. Mm-hmm. Like when I had to swallow the pill of watching Peyton Manning in a Denver Broncos uniform, it made me sick to my stomach cheering for that team. Now, they, did they win a Super Bowl? Yeah, they did. Thank God he retired after that because yeah. he was abysmal. But Tom, but Tom Brady, but Tom Brady is literally posted on his Instagram either yesterday or this morning. He is not done. Mm-hmm. He's and he. I, I, I don't think he's leaving Boston. I really don't. But New England, sorry. No, it's the same shit. Re- regardless, here's why I don't think he's staying because the Patriots have never, ever, ever paid somebody the max to keep them there. They let everybody walk, and I mean everybody. Yeah, well, Willie McGinnis, Randy Moss, there, right? and he's taken. But now he's like, you know what? Sure, my wife makes a hundred mil a year. But I deserve to get mine too. You think you get a max now at this age? I don't. I don't think so. He wants it. If I guess somebody like the Raiders might do it. That's what. I, so and that's why the Chargers ownership needs to do something to save that franchise. There's nothing like bringing in the Tom Brady, you know. So, but Bill Belichick doesn't pay anybody, and also. No, Be- Belichick's in charge of personnel. Right. So, correct. However, apparently Tom Brady is looking for partial roster control. What? And you think Bill Belichick's going to give up roster control? No. no. Fuck no. You know why? Because Tom Brady wouldn't win if it wasn't for Bill Belichick. Boom. Said it. Own it. Okay. Believe That's it. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I just get a little amped up about that guy. Regardless, Bill Belichick should have the trophy, the Vince Lombardi trophy, should be named a Bill Belichick trophy eventually. He's the greatest coach I've probably ever seen in football. He just adjusts to everything. Regardless, he is the one that put, has put together for the last 20 years the Patriots championship rosters. He's let Willie McGinnis walk. He's let Teddy Bruschi walk. He's let Randy Moss walk. He's let uh, Jamie Collins. Pardon me? All the guys are getting up there in age. Maybe not Jamie Collins. They traded him to the Brands because he came into a meeting one day and started putting up a fuss and was like, I want to get paid. He's like, oh, yeah? See ya. Off to Cleveland, you go. Yeah, off to the Brands, you go. (laughs) And guess what? They said, we'll bring you back when you're cheaper. And he's having a hell of a year. Mm -hmm. So, Bill, do you think Bill Belichick will put aside his own stuff to allow Tom Brady some roster control? Not a chance. Not a chance. That's why I believe Tom is going. I, I didn't hear about the roster control thing. Yeah, he, yeah, and and you know why is because his good buddy, Mister Peyton Manning, he's 
Peyton used to have roster control, and if you he didn't want you on that team, you were gone. Mm-hmm. And if he wanted you to stay, you were staying. So I don't know. Oh. Still good. Oh, well, that I'm cutting out for sure. So with the roster control, I, and you know what? It's because Tom Brady, in the games this year, he would be to the receivers on the sideline and say, listen, I need you to be faster. I need you to be more explosive. Those are things humans can't learn, Tom. Yeah, you're basically saying, I need you to be somebody else. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, I need you to gain speed and explosiveness now. Uh, okay. Can't do that, Tom. Uh, so basically you're saying you wish I was somebody, somebody else. Did. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's my quarterback. That's right. So bye-bye, Patriots. I believe your dynasty is over. I don't feel bad for you. You've had enough time. Yeah. And you know what? I've come to terms with it's not just the Patriots. It's all those teams. So as, I, as we get older, Kinger, you know, there's going to be those teams of new dynasties and, you know, consistent winners. I love new winners. I love new champions. New So this playoffs right now has me super intrigued because we're going to have a new champion like other than the, the Green Bay Packers who are still kicking it. They've won with Rodgers and but it's been quite a while. I'd still be okay with that one. The okay. Then I I get it. I'm just saying, I'm not saying I'm just saying I'd be fine with pretty much anybody that's left. Even the Titans and the Texans, who I don't believe are going to win this weekend anyway. So it's going to be Ravens, Chiefs, and I can't wait to watch Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. Man, is that going to be a good game. I just hope the weather doesn't ruin it. But what? what? In Baltimore, that's what. So uh, so that's my prediction for this weekend, Kinger, for the AFC. Ravens win, Chiefs win, no question. Yeah, I'm on the same boat. Derrick Henry might run for, you know, buck 50. But, but Baltimore is a fantastic Exactly. Defense. Like, they're, they're just going to stack, but, like, get nine guys in the box. It's going to be Ryan Tannehill, beat us. Yeah, beat Earl Thomas, Marlon Humphrey, Brandon Carr, over the top. Mm-hmm. Like, not going to happen. Yeah. It's, so, it's going to be a blowaway, I think. I, I, I honestly think that, that game's going to be over before it starts. Yeah. So, now, NFC, another team I love seeing lose again. <laughs> the Saints. Oh, yes. uh, and you're a Falcons fan, so I know you agree oh, with me I on this. That. Yeah. Are the Saints cursed? Uh, I won't say cursed. How can you not? It's another another debatable call wow. for the win. Just... I get it. Nah. I get it. And I don't believe it would have been changed had they review it. But my favorite part is they didn't even review it. That's, they're both fighting for position. It's, it's, I, it's and one little... One hand push. And it, I, I totally agree. Yeah. But what is going on with the Saints in the playoffs? I love it. I, me it's too. Fantastic. Like that roster is stacked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been, you know, blo- <laughs> you and I are blown away by Taysom Hill. But like mm-hmm. Kamara was nothing this year. Obviously, mm-hmm. Mike, obviously can't guard Mike. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable year for Michael Thomas. Yeah. Didn't he set a record? For yeah, he, he broke Marvin Harrison's record. That bastard. I uh, love you, Marvin. Yeah, starving Marvin. He loves that. So, but yeah, Michael Thomas, what, 147, 148 catches? Yeah, like that's stupid. That, that is, you're almost averaging, you're 12 catches away from averaging 10 a game. That's nuts. That is nuts. 
how did they lose to the Vikings? Is primetime Kurt Born? Primetime Kurt Born? That dime he threw to Thielen in overtime. Holy shit. Now, beautiful catch at the same time, but that Vikings defense, like, wow. Do they have a chance against the 49ers? They have a chance. If that defense, the thing is, is if that defense shows up like they did, Jimmy G is not Drew Brees. And but they have a they have a three headed monster in the backfield. Kyle Shanahan is a heck of a problem. George Kittle is a beast. George Kittle's a beast. Debo coming into his own. Amani Sanders having a great year. They have two weapons. I mean, I I know the Saints do too. Yeah. But. I, this, I, I, I agree. It's just I can't believe how well they played. So if they can do that again. Short week. Who knows? But Zimmer. Yeah, well, Zimmer first comment uh, and as he's giving out the game balls. He goes, all right, boys, last time we won off a walk-off touchdown, we got smoked the next weekend. He goes, we're not going to do that again. And then he starts handing out the game balls, and then, of course, Kirk gives his infamous, you like, you, you like that? And the place just erupts. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, you would, Kirk. You would. Primetime Kirk is born. Uh, Dalvin Cook also, I love to see him healthy. That is uh, a very, very good running back. He's not going to have the same success this weekend against that 90s. Definitely not. Um, also, like, what's up with Stephon Diggs just throwing tantrums all the time? Like, what are you upset about? You were winning a playoff game, and he's tossing his helmet and shit. He's not getting the ball. He wants the ball. Well, who the fuck cares? Don't you want a ring? That's what I want. Like, yeah. Is that common to prima donna receivers? Is that a thing? I've seen a few of them. Yeah, a couple of them. A couple of them. Uh, actually, when T.O. was left off the NFL 100 list, he went off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he made sure to mention that Marvin Harrison, who did make the top 100, uh, has, like, legal allegations against him and stuff. Because he, like, rumor has he pulled a gun on somebody or something. So, oh, and that doesn't mean he makes a top 100, T.O.? Like, give it a rest. No, he was not. Neither was Chad Johnson. <laughs> but Ocho Sink? No, no, he wasn't either. So, uh, yeah, in fact... Drew Brees got left off the top 100 list for quarterbacks. That is a little surprising. That does not sit well with me. Well, doesn't he have the most touchdowns? He's got everything. And most yards. How does and he completion percentage top and, like... He's got a ring, so he's not missing yeah, that. That's what I mean. Like, why... How did he not make the Obviously list? Dan Marino's on the list. Yes. Uh, court, pardon me? Dan Marino? Yep. Uh, Elway El- Marino, uh, Manning, Brady... Aikman? Pardon me? Aikman? Nope. Um, it was like uh, Sammy Baugh. Do you know who that is? I recognize the name. He led the in one year. He led the league in touchdown passes, um, punting average, and picks on defense. So I get it. But yeah, I couldn't believe they left Drew Brees off the top 100 for the NFL. Well, yeah, he's leading your, the record books. How do you? He leads every statistical category. Like, how does that make sense? It does not make sense. All right, well, that, I have no. Uh, I get that. Uh, this no. Well, and, like, they had, like, really, really, like, high-up people determining these lists. So, I have no credit for that list, though. Yeah, they just, let's see. I'm trying to remember who else was on there. 
Okay, here we go. Are you talking quarterback wise? Or yeah, quarterback wise. Um, oh, Favre. Um, John Elway. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sammy Baugh. Who else was there? Hmm. <laughs> oh, Roger Staubach. And Otto Graham, that was the one that uh, did it for me. I was like, listen, okay, I get he led the Browns to all that success, and he's an Ohio legend and all these things. So all those guys have, have won multiple Super Bowls. Yeah. So that's what they put in the, the baseline, multiple Super Bowls, not Which sucks, because... It's a team sport. I, yeah. Which is why I always lose my mind where it's like, oh, Tom Brady's the best because he won six rings. No, the Patriots, the team, won so six rings. Won? Oh, Montana was too. Yeah. Nope. Nope. So, I was just, I was floored by that. I guess so. So, anyway, in the NFC now, playoffs, what's left, we have the Packers versus the uh, Seahawks, and we have the, exactly, and I think that Packers got that on lock. That's my upset pick of the weekend. You're picking the Shithawks, eh? Nice. They're talking 10 inches of snow. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is built for the snow, though. His hands are ginormous. Russell Wilson lives up like Wisconsin. <laughs> okay, fair point. They play in the summer, but... Like summer. And the fall? In the fall. All bowl and winter games in December are not on... I'm aware of that. So, and he did play at NC, NC State, too. Yeah. I guess there's snow over there. Gotta wait and see. I, I just think that... Sucks. I think they match up well. I think that the home field advantage and playing in Lambeau with the snow has Packers written all over it. Uh, I I, uh, I love when we disagree. It's very rare, actually. It's better for content. But the I would like to see. I would like to. My upset pick of the week is the Vikings because I feel that if their defense shows up again, and Kirk manages, you know, as well as he did, that it's going to be tight. And it'll be close, but. I I I want I want to believe, but the 49ers are just they're, they're just for real. Yeah. They are for real. The only thing that's gonna hold them back is Jimmy G, but I'd say the one thing that's gonna hold back Vikings is Kirk Cousins. So. You're damn right. Yeah. Eighty-four million dollar Kirk. So, <laughs> shit. So, who do you who would you so we let's say that we are you know you have your choice of. Who would you like to be the AFC representative, and who would you like to be the NFC representative? Uh, NFC, I'd like to see the 49ers. They're just fun to watch. I've never been a soft spot having Kittle and Samuel. Yeah. Sure for them all season. Makes sense. AFC, you can toss up between the Ravens and the Chiefs, honestly. I, I, I'll say the Chiefs because they haven't won anything in a long time. The Ravens, I know the Ravens, well, the Ravens won against the Niners, just not too long ago. Not, yeah, I was going to say, imagine if it's another Ravens won two in Niners. The, in, this, in, the, in the 2000s, right? Because they won the 2000 with Ray Lewis. Yep. And, and then, then again in 20... I want to say 2011? 2012? Yeah, so... Yeah. Joe go, Flacco. Let's go, let's go Chiefs, uh, Chiefs Niners she, Super See, Ab- Abby is all in on Patrick Mahomes, so she wants well, to see... Human highlight, right? Exactly, but... I, I actually, I heard a pretty funny comparison. I was listening to TSN radio on the way to work. Or, yeah, waiting to work after my lunch. And <laughs> Sam Rosenfeld? Do you recognize that name? Sage Rosenfeld. Sage Rosenfeld. He compared him to Dominique Wilkins. The human, human highlight reel. Yeah. I mean, obviously different sport, but it was an interesting comparison. 
Honestly, like, I mean, Dominique Wilkins was actually, his nickname is the human highlight reel. And so that is exactly what Patrick Mahomes is. That's also what Lamar Jackson is. I agree. So I I would like to see. Mahomes is the highlight reel throwing the ball. Definitely. Uh, Lamar is the running, running the ball. Right? Still throws pretty well. He still throws pretty well, but not the side on no look passes. That yeah, 90 yards down the field. So I would also like to see, because you know what? The Ravens and the Chiefs are going to have success for a long time, mm-hmm. at least the next decade for sure. Mm-hmm. These guys have them set up for glory. I think, for whatever reason, that I agree with you and the Chiefs are going to beat the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl. And I do want to say the Niners as well, but I just... Exactly. That's exactly it. So, and let me tell you this: if the Vikings win and beat the Niners, they're going to the Super Bowl. Vikings. If they beat the Niners, they're Super Bowl bound. Do you imagine a Packers Vikings NFC championship? And there's a good chance that that could happen. Also, a good chance it could be a Niners Seahawks. Definitely. So either it's going to be an NFC North or an NFC NFC West. Could of course could be though. Could be, so that Fox is looking at trumps on that possibility. Oh, definitely. I mean, Lord knows I've seen enough Vikings and Packers games thanks to Fox and their broadcasting up here. So, what's another one, right? Mm -hmm. And that would be played in Lambeau, and you know, Vikings Packers in Lambeau is always nuts. Oh, absolutely. So. That's that's it for the uh, playoff predictions. Before we uh, before we uh, head out here, there's a couple new coaches, and uh, I've been waiting all day to hear Kinger's take on Mike McCarthy, the new Cowboys head coach, Mister Cowboys fan, Mister Kinger. Okay. Your thoughts, please. I don't mind it. I don't love it. But you don't mind. I don't it. mind it. Okay. Yeah, what? Let's coach some pretty good quarterbacks in this time. Not bad. I'm not saying Dak is anywhere near that, but maybe he can help Dak get to... He's also got to a... That he also has a ring. Yeah. But maybe he can help Dak get, you know, pass on some knowledge that he's picked up over the years from coaching the likes of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Now, continue... he's the best guy available, in my opinion. For sure. Yeah. Now, with that being said, how with having Zeke as the Cowboys running back of the future, obviously, mm-hmm. being as talented and under contract as he is... Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy has never once in his coaching career had a top ten rusher. Mm-hmm. Does well, that? Uh, it should. Yeah. But that, that team's built around their offensive line. Yes. So Dassey gets protection, and Zeke's going to overrun it down their throat. He, well, if he, if he changes from that, then it's a horrible hire. But just get back to it to another level. Keep the running game as is. Bring back to Mark Cooper. Yes, going to want to do that. And. Yeah. I think so. Uh, how bad was it? Fix that defense a little bit. How bad was it watching your Cowboys just dummy the person we what? Who did they play week sixteen uh, or seventeen? Redskins. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, so we took care of our business. Well, now we need I'm the Giants. Not expecting the Eagles to lose to the uh, Giants. They were uh, leading in the second half. There, pretty late in the second half. It, it looked a little closer than it ended up being, but they. Yeah. No, it was a fumble. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Once that happened, uh, they yeah. Talking about depleted rosters, like the Eagles had no business being. I, I have no sympathy. Well, I know you don't. God damn Eagles. God damn Eagles. Suck Eagles suck. Ah, is that the is that the term they use? No, that's, my, that's my term for Eagles. Too. Fair, fair. 
I, I can understand why. So Mike McCarthy, the one thing I got to mention, and he's been – the clapper has been very mediocre for a long time. But why didn't they just – like it, it's tough. Like it's like a dating relationship that like you don't want to break up and like the breakup is super awkward so you don't mm-hmm. want to do it. But like Jason Garrett was sitting in player meetings acting like he was going to be back. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like Jerry, why are you tying this guy along? And by the way, they hired McCarthy. Was it like twelve hours after they fired Jason Garrett? Like, so they knew who, what they were doing. McCarthy was at the house. Like he slept at Jerry at, at the Jerry Jones mansion. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Jerry Jones is a different individual. But you know what? Once you find the candidate you really want and you fall in love with him, you don't let him leave. Mm-hmm. Hence. Congratulations, Matt Rule, new coach of the Carolina Panthers. Seven-year, $62 million. That's right. So he turned around Temple's program. Then after Baylor got the pretty much the death sentence, uh, he, he went and took over Baylor, mm-hmm. completely turned that program around. They were one win away from being in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. They had, had to beat Oklahoma, but Oklahoma ended up doing it, of course. Mm-hmm. Once you fall in love – so uh, the owner, I, either the owner or the GM of the Panthers – uh, flew down to uh, Waco, Texas, where Baylor University is. Basically said, I'm not fucking leaving until, like, what's the number? Like, what do you? what is it going to take? Like, uh, you're our guy. What's it going to take? And Matt Rule said, uh, 60, $62 million. And he goes, okay. Yeah, bye, kids. Got to go. Uh, I actually, you know, Matt Rule, I've heard him talk on a couple podcasts. I've listened to his interviews. But what's most important is his players, all of his kids that he coached and brought in, they love this guy, and I think that you know he's got a couple of big decisions to make. I, I you know, and basically that's where I was leading with that. Definitely, Cam Newton's a big question. By the way, they release Cam Newton, free up 19 million on the cap space roster. Do you put that elsewhere? I think it's pretty valuable. Also, definitely not Kyle, and definitely not Will Greer. So that means that if they do say no to Cam, which I believe they will, that automatically opens up quarterback being drafted by the Carolina Panthers this year. And they draft where? I believe top 15. No, definitely top 15. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're 11. I think they're just before the Colts or just after the Colts. There's lots of good cues coming out this year and next year. Okay. So if you, you know, maybe you decide, hey, you know what? We'll try out Kyle again this year and see what happens. And if it doesn't pan out, then, you know, go for, you know, somebody else in the next class. But this class of QBs is nice. So we'll see. Um, so Matt Rule to the Panthers. Uh, huge contract. Congrats. Um, from one Panther to an ex-Panther. Uh, Riverboat Ron taking over the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, projects to work on there, Dwayne Haskins. Uh, you got Basically, they said you have to love Dwayne Haskins to get this job because he's the guy. So you got the owner already making, you know, comments to you being like, listen, if you come here, you can do most things. But the one thing you can't do is, you know, dismiss Dwayne Haskins. So I, Riverboat Ron obviously made it to the Super Bowl once, has a, a ring as a player with the 85 Bears. He knows his stuff. He's been around the league a long time. He's more defensive-minded coach, though, isn't he? Yeah, and the, the thing. Yes, so, but... Redskins, they need more than a few pieces as well. So, no, gotta see. Yeah, I mean, th- if they get Chase Young and uh, yeah, from, yeah, oh, I don't. Yeah, that, 
they should. I mean, there isn't a better player other than Joe Burrow. And by the way, you don't need a Q. So great, great option for you. I mean, I would, but that's not, you know, you're picking number two where he's going number one anyway, so a decision's made for you. The Bengals go bungles. Wouldn't uh, wouldn't shock me the slightest, but man, they ha- they're in Ohio. They got to take the Ohio kid. He's not from Ohio though. <laughs> it's not whatever. They really care about these things. Just think about all the Winnipeggers that won us a great cup and how much extra special that was. So, uh, and then last coaching, uh, Joe Judge. There's a new judge in New York. Um, step aside, Aaron. Uh, Joe Judge, the special teams coordinator and receivers coach for the Patriots, accepts the arch nemesis New York Giants job. Basically, this is like Brian Flores from last year all over again. Oh my God, you touched a Patriots roster? Come on down and uh, give us all the secrets, please. So... Uh, Browns, only team left without a head coach because, dare I say, nobody wants to go there? Great roster. Great roster. Shitty, shitty situation. So, and that's the thing. You Do you want to know, and again, uh, I hate to try to think too obvious or all these things. Could Urban Meyer come in and coach the Browns? Already led Ohio State to a national championship, led a lot of glory at Ohio State. Ohio legend. Does he go and coach the Browns? The difference is, though, is these great college coaches can't coach the same as a pro in the pros because you are, and I don't like to use this word, but you're a dictator in college. You're telling them what they're doing, where they're doing it, how long they're doing it for, what their schedule is. You're in full control. You are not in that same predicament as a professional coach because you are working with professionals, not to say that you're not older than them. You definitely are. But there's ones that have been around for a long time. You can't tell everybody what to do every moment of the day when you're an adult. Yeah. That's. Do you think that coach from Baylor is going to have that same? Uh, no, no I, I don't believe so. No, uh, no it's just. From a different cloth. Yeah, and now Lincoln Riley, uh, does he want to reconnect with Baker Mayfield, leave Oklahoma, go to coach the Browns? I wouldn't want to leave Oklahoma. I wouldn't either. That's my opinion as well. But it's of course all these rumors spiraling everywhere. Okay. So and then of course. The random one of Josh McDaniels, I mean, all I know about Josh McDaniels is he accepts jobs and then on the flights decides he doesn't want the job and goes back. Uh, he goes to Denver, didn't have any success there. Well, and he, I believe the way they kept him with the Patriots is they said, listen, Bill's gone soon and then it'll be yours. Mm-hmm. And now Bill's like, ah, you, uh, you know what? Um, no, we're just looking at next week. Um, I'm uh, not looking for the future. Oh God! Because uh, he can say we're on to next week, we're on to or we're on to whoever. Yeah. So we're, we're we're on this game. So you could ask him about Brady's future, right? Oh, I don't know. He was going to make we're, we're we're still on this week. <laughs> he's just. Oh my God. Man, he's golden in press conferences. Just like Marshawn. I was report, I wouldn't even go to his press conference. Seriously, why would you? Like, you're not going to get a lick out of this guy. I guess you have to because it's your job. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't bring a notepad. I would just sit there. I literally dictate on my. Yeah, so yeah, we're just uh, just focusing on next week. Yeah, no, now you're focusing on the draft, but yeah, 
Uh, I have no idea who's going to coach the Browns. They also need a GM. Uh, they also need a new tradition of success. Uh, it's been a long time since they've had that. So, And, again, everyone was all in on the Brownies this year. And, once again, same old Browns. So, not that I care. Definitely not. Oh, wow. We take off one month and we read. I was going to say lots to talk about. Uh, next episode is going to be in and towards the end of January as uh, Mr. Kinger is uh, heading off to a nice uh, nice trip, a nice vacay. Going to go watch some golf. Going to play some golf. Going to play nice. some golf. Sunny Palm Springs, man. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, yo. Get away from this deep freeze no shit. No kidding. I am done. Like, and it, the good thing about Palm Springs, it's not too hot. Looking at the forecast, like right now, it's 20 degrees every day. That's gorgeous. Perfect golf weather. Gorgeous. I can't wait. Oh, and you definitely got to send me some pics. Oh, yeah. Please do. Uh, speaking of pics, make sure to follow us on Instagram at WNSWJS.podcast. Uh, you can find myself at Extraordinary91 or uh, my friend here at underscore underscore Ian King. Uh, today, again, has been Thursday, January 9th of 2020. We hope that everybody's having a great start to the new year, and we'll catch you in a couple weeks. Good to be back, JJ. See you in a couple weeks. Good to be back, Kinger.